Uh, hey, hey, it's me, Delron, here again on the <laughs> 1010 Podcast. Whoa. <laughs> um, and here filling in the co-host seat for uh, now probably the until the, the end of time, probably, until Gavin is not dead. With, Busy. Yeah. Nah, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> oh, dead. dead. Yeah. Just full on death. Yeah. Just dead. He's dead. Uh, but I, I got my brother Davis here again. He's filling in. Uh, yeah, from now until the end of time. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Apparently, that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> yes, you have been. You have. You have figured it out well. <laughs> And as you can tell from the title, we are talking about Star Wars because we didn't talk about it enough last episode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But anyways, getting into this, Star Wars is a series, man. Oh, yeah, that's to say the least. Uh, I mean, yeah, I am saying the least. Uh, well, yeah, that, that, that's why I said you said the least. Um... Yeah, so Star Wars. Uh, I guess we should get right into it then, I guess. Think about <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars, uh, you know, lots of Empire stuff. Lots of busy Empire stuff. Lot, lots of busy Empire stuff. I was so... Family Guy Star Wars. Can I was so mad. Star Wars for a second? Huh? <laughs> can we talk about Family Guy Star Yeah, Wars we can mention Family Guy Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. And that is one of my favorite, like, Family Guy things ever. Anytime Family Guy Star Wars comes out, it's like, oh, I need to stop whatever I'm doing to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Try to think about you know, they said we should get a the, <laughs> that we couldn't get a rail because we'd be leaning, leaning all day. day. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most true thing I've ever heard in my life. Like <laughs> <laughs> like that's totally what it's like at work. They're like, mm, we could buy you chairs, but then you'd be sitting all day. <laughs> <laughs> we really need you to be standing most of the time. It's good for your health. Yeah, you know, the work that you're doing, you need to be standing to do it. <laughs> you could sit on your brakes. Yeah. <laughs> that you're going to feel obligated not to take because <laughs> you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, work. But, you know, that's just how life goes, I guess. Um, <clears throat> but Star Wars, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh I was pissed because when I went to uh, Galax Galaxy's Edge and we were waiting in on Rises of the Resistance, and we were the ride broke down before right before we got on, and so they like they put on like a whole facade of like the of the First Order, pe like the people dressed up as the First First Order, and they're like you're going to get interrogated, and they're like talking all you know stern and like disgusted because you're like spies. And yeah. as soon as the rise breaks down, they're all like, "Hey, you guys okay? You guys need water?" And they kept walking back and forth, like to check with like the the maintenance people. And I was like, "Oh my god, I wish my family was here so I could go lots of busy empire stuff." Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there saying that, and Eric was like, "What the heck is that from?" I'm like, "It's from Family Guy Star Wars, but you wouldn't get it." But you wouldn't get it. <laughs> it's not like me showing you. It's like if I showed her the Family Guy Star Wars specials, she still wouldn't have get gotten them because her memory is so bad from watching anything. <laughs> we will, we will, we will just like watch 
a movie and then I'll make a reference to it because I've like seen it multiple times and then she's like, "What?" Oh my god! Yeah, but that happens, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, it does. <sighs> but yeah, getting into uh, what has been the most topical debate of I don't know why I said top. Not topical. It's more. It has been debated on since George Lucas decided to make prequels. Cause I'm it, the, the way fans try to paint it is like back when you know start the, the episode four came out. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's such a peaceful time," you know. Then Empire came out, and then Return of the Jedi came out. And then it was like, oh, everything was fine until the prequels came out. And then it just started a whole dividing of the Star Wars fans. And I was just like, I just feel like a lot of you guys are bitches that don't want to admit that George Lucas did a great job with the prequels. And then they divided the fans even more when they came out with the sequels. Oh, my God. I feel, yeah. It, it's like all the people that hated the prequels were like, yeah, the sequels are so good. And all the people that loved the prequels were like, fuck the sequels. Well, what if you think they're all bad? <laughs> I bet you're not a Star Wars fan. I don't know what the what would you call that. <laughs> well, they 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 do get kind of bad sometimes. You got to admit, like I will admit that the sequels are the worst. The sequels um, are pretty awful. Yeah, they are. Pretty but awful. I will stand by with <laughs> Revenge of the Sith being my favorite Star Wars movie. Okay. And I, uh, that is, you know, you know, when you talk to people about Star Wars and they're like, oh, well, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? It's either one of the original three or Revenge of the Sith. Never, it's never Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace. You know what I was going to say, Dylan? I what? think my favorite one has to be Attack of the Clones. You, you lie. <laughs> no, I like, um, I like Empire a lot. Yeah, I, I, I. I felt like for a lot of people that like Empire is the favorite because it's like oh we just had you know the Star Wars like you know you only had the first movie and then they released this dark st- the dark like story of the of Empire Strikes Back and everyone just mm-hmm. like got hooked on it and then you had Return of the Jedi which was all light and touch feeling with like you know bringing balance with air quotes <laughs> with air quotes. I say air quotes. If you're Disney, you put an asterisk right next to it. <laughs> because their idea of balanced is m- more money. Yeah, honestly. But I don't I'm, know. It was just so much more like thought out, I felt like, when George Lucas was in charge of everything. Yeah. But, I mean, what podcast would it be without going into deep, opinionated topics because <laughs> about each we're only seven minutes in so we can start going in we can st- we're gonna break apart the the trilogies talk about i'm not gonna do each movie by movie because that's gonna take us like three hours to do but uh <laughs> well i mean hey we got time yeah well i mean at some point i'll have to eat dinner so it's gonna be i don't want to eat into my microphone <laughs> well you know people are some people are into it yeah <laughs> But, I mean, we can start with, you know, uh, the original trilogy. Uh, I got to pull up 
Google on this. That's why I had it say so get all the stuff right. Um, yeah, because Lord knows if you get those wrong, bro. <laughs> I know the and, one episode. I the one episode it. just blows up, and I get I just get all the release dates wrong. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But okay. <clears throat> Starting with Star Wars, uh, released on May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven. Uh, you know, the, the classic story of the space opera of a young moisture farm boy. Uh, you know, his uncle buys two junk droids from Jawas and supposed to help him around the farm for the busy season because, you know, they live on a planet that's nothing but desert. And, uh, you know, finds out that he's, you know being uh taken along to deliver a message to the princess leia that's you know in trouble and then you get the old ben kenobi hermit and uh you like learn about you know your darth vader and you know the very bad costume looking uh uh shit blinking uh could you okay the emperor sorry yeah have you seen what the Emperor originally looked like? Uh, no. Here, let me... Could you, you imagine if they didn't get James Earl Jones to be Darth Vader, though? Oh, yeah, I mean, I've listened if to... If they would have just kept the dude in the suit. <laughs> yeah. dude, it would have been hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he gave it his all when he fucking, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, was in the suit, but... Yeah. Because, um... There's what it looked like. Because that's what, that's what it looked like. Like the original hologram before they like went back and fixed it to, you know, how he lo- how he looks. Yeah. Because I don't know why I, I I don't remember. It's like it's the thing about this is it's so weird because of all the Blu-ray re-releases and all that shit that screws with uh how I remember the films going. Uh huh. Mhm. 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 <laughs> mhm. But you know, we have the whole the conclusion of the. The dogfight on uh, to blow up the Death Star, and they do it, and it's all happy in the reward ceremony, and Chewie doesn't get a reward, and million of furries throw a fit. That did happen. You're yeah. correct. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I saw that. I mean, the original Star Wars movie. Uh, was I mean released as Star Wars? There was never uh, Episode Four was added later. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that you know are always like, "Well, they didn't plan on all this and that." I'm like, "Well, I feel like once they saw the movie intake, they were like, um, yeah, I guess we could make a couple more.'" <laughs> and then he felt like, "You know what? I bet." technology is going to be better in the future so let's hold off 
all that other stuff and just call let's do let's do episode four through five and six. And that's when in nineteen eighty in May, that's when Empire Strikes come back comes comes out in theaters. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird sentence. Yeah. Strikes come back. <laughs> <laughs> the Empire comes back to strike again. That's the yeah. title. <laughs> Honestly, that's what the fucking that's what one of the fucking uh, sequels should have been named. The Empire Strikes Back again. <laughs> <laughs> the Empire arises from the ashes to strike back once more again. Once more. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, I mean. The classic darker story where, you know, I remember this is, you know, I was, you know, I was just born uh, around the time when Phantom Menace came out. So, I mean, I did live through the prequels, but as a kid, I, but I don't remember hearing any uh, comparison how it did, how The Last Jedi has with, you know, the darker story. Everyone's always said, you know. Oh, Empire Strikes Back is the darkest Star Wars stories. There's no changing my mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it is a it is a, a dark sequel to a original action space opera. And <laughs> why do you keep calling it an action space opera? That's because what it's called. It's called a space opera. Is it really? Yeah. Here, let me try to let me pull up the definition because I that's I always found it weird till I saw the definition. But, like, yeah, a whole bunch of, like, different space opera. Like, space opera is a subgenre of science fiction that emphasizes the science fictional space warfare. Used with a melodramatic, risk-taking space adventure and silver... Uh, and a silver... Shiver... Sh- whatever that fucking word is. Romance. Chivalrous. Yeah. An early film which was based on the space opera comic was Flash Gordon. So... Basically, all the Star Wars movies are space operas. Mm-hmm. So you see, I'm, I hear you telling me that, but yet I'm still not believing it. <laughs> sure, okay. Um, and I mean, you get to see Yoda, puppet Yoda. Uh, best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I, I, honestly, this movie is always like you have to. It's. You have to watch, like, if you're going to do a rewatch of the, like, Star Wars movies, you don't, and you're like, what can I skip over? You don't skip over Empire, even though it is the middle film, but you need to watch it because it's how Luke, like, trains to become a Jedi, gets too cocky, goes to fight Vader on uh, Cloud City, you get the betrayal, you get to see uh, Jango Fett, no, Boba Fett, my fucking, oh, God. Mm -hmm. I've been, I've been too, my brain's all exhausted. But no, I get it, bro. And there's a lot of shit to know about Star Wars. Yeah. So then you get Boba Fett as a bounty hunter who basically, you know, tells Vader off. Tells Vader off. Which um, is super badass, by the way. Yeah. I think that's like one of the like he's one of the only people in all of Star Wars to tell Vader no and just get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I've seen your father killed, so I'm not gonna bother punishing you enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you think that's what it was? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, ooh, I, I remember that. Mace did him dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I got him back for you. <laughs> you know, I think, isn't it canon that he survived? Uh, who survived? 
Mace Windu. Oh my gosh! So there because is... they want to make a a movie for it. Okay. I will say to you exactly what I know up to di- up to my knowledge. Um, past that, it is very well open to interpretation. But we when the Force Awakens came out. People brought up the topic again that Mace Windu could sur- could have survived the fall the fall out of the Senate building, and I was always this is often I always preach is that you don't need your hands to use the Force. It's in your mind and like like it, it, basically he lost his like you know his hand hands mm-hmm. her hand. He I think he lost his hand. <laughs> but anyways, he he was electrocuted. And to bring this, I mean, bring this up. Fuck it, they brought Palpatine back from falling down that freaking shaft. Yeah, okay. That basically like, caused the destruction of the. Darth, Darth Maul came back. Darth too. Maul came like, back for so many fucking times. Mm-hmm. He would not die. I don't blame it though. Darth Maul was a cool ass villain. And they added more character to him. Mm-hmm. But I, all I can say is Mace Windu. Would is a highly more likely chance of surviving because he could be like, you know, it's a tall building or falling down to you know, there's like I don't know whatever's down there. I'm pretty yeah, sure he could survive. Like we literally watched Anakin hop from speeder to speeder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you know. And then it's like, why would Mace Windu like make himself known after that anyways? Because like, yeah. he. Order sixty six had already started, so he yeah. had to stay in hiding anyway. So make it look like he's dead. There, yeah, I, we'll we'll get to that those stuff there, but we're working on Empire. We still, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, you know, concludes on a cliffhanger of like you know they're going they need to go to Jabba's palace to get Han back, and you know Lando's wearing Han's clothes in the ending scene, weirdo, Which is weird, <laughs> the old person ever to say ha to say instead of saying uh. Han, uh, Han Sully says Han. <laughs> but I mean, it was Billy D. Williams, so no one was going to tell him otherwise, so. Yeah. Only black guy in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Edit this joke out, Dylan. You could have just not said it. <laughs> well, Family Guy Star Wars. <laughs> I think the context of Family Guy Star Wars is. But uh, yeah, I'll try to remember to cut that out. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Empire ends on the hangar, and then in May, next the next, and and three years later, in 1983, Return of the Jedi comes out, and it's mm-hmm. this big. You know, I'm trying to think, you, because like you've gotten to see someone of other planets, you got to see Dagobah, you got to see Hoth, but mostly like you're up in space. But this one, you're on Endor, and you're on the new building of the Death Star. Yeah, and I everybody thought like the Death Star coming back was badass as fuck. I, I thought that anyways. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like they're building this, and it's like almost completely done. And if you want to go, like, you know, it's like, oh, there's another Death Star. And it's like, well, look how fast they can be able to build these. Sooner or later, they're gonna actually get good at it, and they're gonna build it better. So we destroy this one, except they're using the planet to shield the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So, this is the end. So, you get, you know, the reveal of 
Well, you got the real empire of Vader being Luke's father, and I hate how people say, but you know, oh well, German for Vader's father. You, you couldn't figure out in the first part? No, because this wasn't fucking planned in the beginning movie. Like, George Lucas said he didn't have it planned for Luke and Vader, like, Vader being Luke's father all the time. It just happened to work out that way. And also, come on. Like, let, let's be honest here. Like, did anybody really see that coming? Like, it's no. okay to be surprised. Like, no one. Like, I was a fucking genius. I saw it coming. Because there is no way to see that shit coming. Yeah. There's nothing hinting towards that whatsoever. Besides the... Because literally they say, oh, he killed your father, bro. Like, he killed your dad. Your dad got murdered by Darth Vader. Yeah. And... and what everybody thinks? Oh, his dad's dead. There's literally no way people knew this because it's like... Like, now in your head, you kind of think that in movies, but that's because of this phenomenon that's been the culture zeitgeist that has been used and constantly in movies. Like, Toy Story 2... Zerg is Buzz's father. Well, where'd they get that from? Fucking Star Wars. <laughs> Literally, Zerg is Darth Vader, Dylan. Yeah, like, I understand. Point. Like, there's millions of movies. I mean, I, gr- <laughs> granted, Spaceballs is actually a parody of Star Wars, and that came out, like, after Star Wars was finished, and that was the joke. But it just cemented that further into making it more of anything. Like, I could probably do, like, a YouTube search of a compilation of movie for Star Wars quotes, and half of them are going to be, you know, the, you know, Luke, I'm your father, and all those other things, where everyone's like, oh, well, it's not actually said like that. It said, Luke, I am your father, or Luke, I, what, or something like, no, whatever. No, Luke, I am your father. You know, where everyone's, you know, oh, look at me, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, I know this original line, oh, <laughs> And then where people are like, oh, I haven't seen Star Wars. It's like, well, yeah, guess what? Fuck you. You're, you know, not just born to this world. And he says, no, I am your father. Yeah. I mean, it's just like Star Wars has become such a phenomenal thing that it gets parodied and like everything. I mean, everything you like we grew up watching as kids always had maybe a Star Wars scene in it that we've seen. But anyways... Return of the Jedi, you know, you get the start of Warwick Davis's career as Wicket. Uh, you get the Ewoks, and you get the uh, you know the Battle Endor, and then okay, I thought the Ewoks were cool as fuck when I was little, but now that I'm older, I think they're weird. Now this is this is I that's like the one biggest complaint that makes or breaks, uh. Star Wars for a lot of people. Is it Ewoks? Yes, it's the Ewoks. Because they're like, what the fuck are these tiny little teddy bear shits? I'm just like, <laughs> guess what? How big of a there's fucking galaxy? Like, got different. Bro. They go to different galaxies in this fucking place. Like, there's going to be a place that has happiness like that. I'm like, so what? I'm like, I can deal with this. It's the same wheel I made my piece with Jar Jar. Which we'll get to that in a little bit, too. But anyways... <laughs> Like, you get this, like, you get to, you know, actually see the fight of Luke versus Vader, which is, it, it, over the time, it's been, you know, like, hey, why is it, like, this all-out lightsaber duel? Well, you know, Luke practical. isn't as strong as Vader. The only way he defeats Vader is he gives in to anger for that small bit, and he still doesn't, like, and still after that, he realizes what happened and for him to overcome his father. Mm-hmm. But even then... Like his like young Skywalker, <laughs> I can feel your anger growing inside of you. Right? 
and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like, first off, like you saw Empire where he, you know, Vader was like using the Force, <laughs> and he was kicking Luke's ass and everything. And this one, he's like, the the way you know, Ethos put in the fact that Vader is old as shit, is more machine than man, and like still can like kick some serious ass. So yeah, the fact that the in order for Luke to beat him it would did have to be him given into anger, so it almost like equaled out for him to beat him. So, anyways. Uh, you get, you you know you get the ending with the fourth you get to see the fourth ghosts of the actor that w- later got changed to Hades and Christensen, um, and you know you get the happy music and all the fireworks and stuff and hooray, and everyone's like great great trilogy great trilogy and I feel like if th- if that was the end of Star Wars I feel like the original trilogy probably would be like up there for like the top movies ever made ever. But George Lucas was like, hey, we can still milk this thing dry. Let's, you know, make the prequels. And mm. the studio was like, oh, you want to make prequels? Well, guess what? Take all the mo- fucking money you want. So, and then in 1999 came out The Phantom Menace kicking off episode one, the prequel trilogy. And the disappointment from all these so-called diehard fans uh, was just them crying after they left the theater that George Lucas ruined Star Wars. Oh, my God. is just... just utter idiocracy. Now, this is probably where we're going to get... <laughs> A little controversial. Controversial... <laughs> But also more into debating because these movies have been picked apart by every single person alive. <laughs> Everybody agrees that the original three are masterpieces. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, every, some people are like, you know, I don't like, some people are like, oh, you know, I don't like the Ewoks that much, but I can still agree that those three are original, are a solid, you know, film. Mm-hmm. Whereas, the, when it comes to the prequel trilogy, it's like, eh, Ewan McGregor's probably the best thing out of that. Now, let's... He, he really was. Let's go to me. I have seen documentaries about this, about the... I saw the... What was it? A long time ago on a Galaxy Far, Far Away documentary, which was about the release and then the aftermath of Phantom Menace, the documentary of the making of on the DVD, um, and then a whole shit ton of YouTube videos of people like going and other shit too, where George Lucas got a big, bigger budget to do all the effects and then, you know, even do practical effects in the movie with digital effects. That's another thing, too, where people are like, well, it's all digital. I'm like, no, 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 no. There are still a shit ton of practical effects that they use. Lightsabers oh, yeah, got yeah. a shit ton better. There was a definitely huge, huge increase in story content. You got Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Samuel Jackson, Frank Oz, and I just, you know, all here to do a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. I understand that Jar Jar was made for kids. <laughs> that was George Lucas's appeal of trying to get more kids to see the Star Wars movies. Because by then, you know, almost 10, 
10 years later, a bunch of kids grew up watching Star Wars with their, you know, parents who grew up watching it too. So he was like, well, you know, how can we make money? Well, guess what? There's another species called Gungans. But guess what? There's this one idiot Gungan named Jar Jar who's eventually, you know, not going to know if he's a Sith Lord or not. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> well, he pretty much was the complete entire reason that, Jar- that uh, Emperor Palpatine, like, gained control. But that's later on, so we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so I guess he's not in this movie yet. That's still to the next movie. I, I didn't like young Anakin that much. I, I, I thought it was, like, I mean, cool. Like, it's, like, the beginning of, like, Anakin. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I don't know. This is pod raising. Ugh. 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 I don't like kids in movies. I, I just don't think they normally work out well. But, um. So, I can agree with you for, um, kid, kid actors. Because I agree, a lot of kids don't have a lot of like are really good actors. Like I think mm-hmm. a lot of time in horror movies, there that's where kid actors stride because mm-hmm. they could really show terror and stuff like that too. But when it comes to a lot more action movies, kids kind of yeah, you know what yeah I mean? fall short. Like, I'm watching this show right now called Lock and Key, and, like, there's a kid actor in it, and he, he's really good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, I mean... I thought, okay, but in in The Phantom Menace, I thought, um, like, the Gungan City, I thought that shit looked cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, but it's like, if that shit looked so cool, how come that minty green field was there, bro? Oh my gosh, I wasn't <laughs> getting there yet. <laughs> I was I was gonna be like, so let's start off with the beginning of this movie because this is one I really want to get into because it's <laughs> one of my fa- it's it's up there with one of my favorites. Um, so you start out with uh I'm you know uh Republican ship going to meet the Trade Federation for negotiations. Little do we know. There's two giant knights coming to do the negotiations to help push things along, and then you see how much fear is in the in uh voice the voice words uh, like viceroy, because they're Jedi there instead of you know regular politicians who they could easily you know capture or bribe or you know scare, scurry off. And then you have you know that you get the you get the you know new look at you know a silver C3PO droid. And then mm-hmm. you see how fast, like you see how fast these Jedi's can think with you know gas coming in, and then they exit out. To you get to see, you know, battle droids. Mm-hmm. Like I possibly, I think the best thing that they did was be like, whoa, it's you know we had to use actual storm like people for stormtroopers. What's an easier way we can do all these battle scenes bigger and better? Let's use fucking droids. Battle droids. Yeah. yeah. Droids are the best also, thing. It, just, it fits into Star Wars so much better, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the point of the Trade Federation is they produce battle droids, and that's what they are known for. Now, at, when it gets into the Sith like, line, that makes it just makes a little more sense, but it's 
way more indisposable. It's why they have like so many planets under their control because they use the resources. They have a lot of planets under their control by force. Mm-hmm. And you also learn that all this didn't start from, you know, just like it was born oh, like, oh, guess what? Evil, 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 good, good, good. No, it was the Trade Federation was another part of working with the Republic, and then it was the hold on the they were trying to get a hold on the Naboo, which caused them from like having uh the Republic, you know. The Republic having to take steps into it, but to find out from uh, uh, Padme that oh man my brain find out from Padme that the Republican system isn't that great at getting shit like this done and that and uh, then you find out that Jedi Knights can't wage war they are keepers from the peace and they're, they were there to well they weren't there originally to do that they were there to have negotiation, negotiations with the Trade Federation to help Bring this to a piece so find out if they are, you know, having an invasion in Naboo. Then we cut to the Naboo Republican, which you can find out is like, you know, all these planet systems have their own government that all report to the Senate. And, you know, they get caught off from like trying to contact the Senate. And then you have the Jedi who make their way down to the uh, Naboo planet and then you get to see you know the battle droids you know they are deforestization like showing how they're like destroying the lands and what they're gonna like mm-hmm. you know they're just there to take all their shit to make more of their armies bigger and make more bases in order to do that they gotta basically invade it but they're doing it like you know legally in the eyes of the government well, because yeah, they are legally doing it because they like the Trade Federation has that whole block off on uh, Naboo. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. And so I mean, like, while they can't contact them, they're doing this, and they don't know what's going on. They also have a hold on the Senate, the the Senate with you know their they have their represent representations of the you know people who would talk if they questioned with and then there's the bigger blue guy i you, i don't know all these side characters names but the bigger blue guy talks down the original <laughs> yeah. um senator to uh, was it no his name's chancellor yeah the chancellor the original chancellor valorum uh is talked to and you know you f- see that oh you know there's inside works that isn't going on so after, you know, the Jedi's help Padme, you know, I can't, I'm trying to remember her original name, but I'm not going to say because I'm probably going to screw it up. But Padme off the planet to the Senate. But on the way there, they... Wasn't it Sem- Senator Amidala? Yeah, Senator Amidala. Ab- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, my brain's just fried. But... So the, the hyperdrive gets ruined, and then we get to see... The before the Galactic Empire, what Tatooine was like, and you find out from Anakin's mom Smee that. Good the, job remem- remembering her name, by the way, Smee. It's such an easy <laughs> name to remember because uh, 
it, I'm like Peter Pan. <laughs> Get Smee. Schmeeg. Schmeeg, yeah. Schmeeg. Anyway, yeah. Isn't there a G at the end? Maybe. Schmeeg? I don't know. <laughs> Schmee and Schmeeg. <laughs> let me let me do let me uh this isn't helping out at all, but whatever. Okay. Um where am I at? Phantom Mist, yeah. So, I mean you get to see that there is no like empire, I mean or you know, republic out with and Tatooine. Shmi. Yeah, S H M I Shmi. It's Shmi. It's a lot of Shmi and then the I at the end. <laughs> it's a lot of Shmi. Well, and I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anywho, like, I mean, you get to see, like, there is slavery, there is, you know, gangsters, the huts, you know, the huts are gangsters, so all that shit. Which, bring which us... I didn't realize that when I was a kid, that they were gangsters. They say that they're gangsters, yeah. you know what I mean? But then it's just like, oh, you know what I mean? He's just a, a fucking bad guy on the planet. And then, like, once you realize, oh, no, this dude, like, controls the whole fucking planet damn near and like runs gangs to make sure that it stays that way <laughs> yeah and which leads us to everyone's favorite scene from this movie except for mine but everyone's favorite po- the pod racing scene Ugh, the food to like eat the pod racing scene I swear everyone, every time you bring up like Phantom Menace everyone's like you know that movie, you know, it's not that great, but the pod racing scene, oh yeah, my god. People are like, but hey, pod racing, and it's like, bro, pod racing is what you care about when literally in the next two movies, they both start with space fights. I know. so badass. I, I'm like, I understand. The pod racing scene is amazing, but there's another better scene I'll get to when we're at the end of the movie. But anyways, uh... Anakin wins the Bunta Eve, which means he's free and uh, from his uh, very stereotypical uh, boss. I'll just leave that there. <laughs> and you get to see the first glimpse of the man who cannot die. The one, probably the most badass person to start off your series, you get to see Darth Maul go against Qui-Gon Jinn, played by Liam Neeson. Which, by the Liam way, Neeson. Liam Neeson, badass guy. You know, he has his long-ass fucking hair, his, you know, beard and everything, and, you know, you're watching this, and you're, like, watching them go back to their ship, and all you see, you hear him just tell Anakin to dunk, and you're like, what? what? And then you just see this fucking circular motorcycle come up, a guy jump off, ignite his lightsaber midair, and comes down, they have a full-on lightsaber battle. But this is, like... In the middle of nowhere, too. Like Yeah. But, like, you've seen them fight the droids and stuff, and you're like, okay, that's, you know, kind of cool how they fight against the droids, but this is two people going at each other with lightsabers. Before then, you had to see Ben and Vader fight, which was, you know, an old, old person versus old person. And... Mm-hmm. You had to really you had to slow. see Luke and Vader fight, and those were very concentrated, slow fights. But these are high, pay, high, high like paced. Yeah, very Bad fastly pace. paced fights that are all you know they are choreographed, but they look so much better. There's style mm-hmm. and you know form into these fights. 
that's like how you imagine a Jedi would be fighting with yes. badass force abilities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I play Battlefront, I think of the prequel fights more than I think of like main series Star Wars fights. Uh huh. And just seeing how like when Qui Gon hopped on the ship, it was like thirty seconds they were fighting, and he's like out of breath and is like having a hard time st- like standing like he has to like lay down to like catch his breath. That's how much of a mental toll was put on him compared, you know, to Darth Maul. And he said that Darth Maul was, like, experienced, uh, you know, he was an experienced person. Mm-hmm. And this is where we find out when they go, when they get to Coruscant that, oh, the presence of the Sith has been gone for, you know, ages. And if there was anything to come on, the Jedi Council would notice, and then Yoda says, you know, we could have been blinded, but they're, like, unlikely. We probably just didn't sense it. You know, now, mm-hmm. and then they're like, we can probably sense it now. Basically being egotistical and blinded Jedi. about their yeah. own wisdom. Well, because they're like, well, if there would have been bad news near us, we would have we would have known. Trust yeah. me, man. Like, yeah. it's just that we, it, it just wasn't near us. We wouldn't yeah. sense it. Yeah. So, you get to see, you know, Coruscant, which is in a, a planet that's an entire city. And I'm pretty sure every now and then you hear, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Bro, when I went to New York, uh, <laughs> this whole, the, like, our entire, like, group of people were crossing the street, and this person in, like, a truck honked at everybody, and everybody at once turned to them and was like, I'm walking here. <laughs> it was so good. Because I imagine that everybody in New York was either like, God, I love this city, or fucking tourists. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you get to see, you know, how the Senate works. You get to see the Jedi Council and then, you know, them trying to decide whether or not Anakin's the chosen one or the prophecy is true, which is another thing, you know. This is, like, another thing where everyone's like, you know... Qui-Gon didn't die. I'm pretty sure Anakin wouldn't have joined the dark side. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. But, well, mm, well, yeah, probably, though, because Qui-Gon was the one that was supposed to train him. Uh, yeah. but when, And Obi-Wan literally had just turned into a Jedi Knight, bro. He was, like, literally done being a Padawan. Well, he hasn't even fa- he's never faced the trials. He was still under, you know, Qui-Gon. And he was like, you know, Obi-Wan's ready, and he wants to face this. And technically, Obi-Wan wasn't ready because he still was not well, like, taught about, you know. Whereas Qui-Gon's very against the Council's rules, whereas Obi-Wan is, like, follows the rules exactly. Yeah. So... But I mean, that's also because, uh, like, Qui-Gon had, like, his own, like, uh, unique connection with the Force, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, he was much more, like, him and Master Yoda were probably, like, two of the most, like, inapt, like, Force users. Yeah. So, you get, I mean, you get, so you get basically a lot of information to process, and, like, this is the thing, with these movies... You have to process the information to get it. That's why mm-hmm. after watching, you can watch these multiple times and still find stuff that you have never picked up on. But play that same song. Okay. 
<laughs> like it gets to you know they're like oh we need to get the current you know chancellor valorum out and get someone else new in so we can get you know something done now for naboo but padme was like nah nothing's even if we get someone in there it's still nothing's gonna happen so we're gonna go and do deal with it ourselves and then the council was like, hey, you know, you said there might be a Sith Lord. Let me guess. Why don't you guys go to Naboo? Because we feel like there might be something and you can reveal this person's identity and find out who who this fraud is. You know, we're not saying the Sith is back, but, you know, go find out. And they're like, oh, sure. La-da-da-da-da. Back to Naboo again. This time, no problem getting on the planet. But they were like, we need an army, and we don't have it, nor a Hulk. So, uh, well, they were, yeah, the biggest problem was they, they couldn't, they could get on the planet, but they couldn't get a whole army on the yeah, planet. Yeah, they couldn't get into the city. Mm-hmm. So, they go to, you know, go to get the Gungans, go help them, you know, but they're gone because they got evacuated and brought, and they went to their safe, their safe space. Which I don't know why that was safer than under the water. Yeah, me neither. Like, oh, it's like that should have been like the where your safe space is should have been your first place, and then your first place should be your safe space. Like, cause like, what? Like, who's gonna check underwater? Cause like, even Quagon was like, "Oh, you guys are underwater." <laughs> and like, yeah, there was those big ass like fish. There's always a bigger fucking fish. So I mean, yeah. Me, S H M I. So I didn't think that's how it was gonna be spelled. <laughs> <laughs> so you get, they finally make it to the city, and then they're in the 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 hangar, and they're like, "Okay, we need to go." Oh, man, my nose is stuffy for a second. <laughs> they go. Well, we need to, in order to get the seat back, we need to arrest the Viceroy and, you know, bring him to justice. And right when they have to do that, doors open, music cues, and the best scene in the entire fucking prequels happens right there. That's not the best scene. No, 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 no. I will say, in Revenge of the Sith, the fight with Anakin and Obi-Wan is absolutely stunning. But this takes it because this is the first time you hear Duel of the Fates and you hear the very soft, like, it's not soft, but it is horns and the very, you know, faded of the voices because it's not full va- voices yet until he lights up his lightsaber and you get the full start of the song and it goes to the back and forth of breaking into the throne room and, you know, Duel of the, like, and, you know, Duel of the Fates. It's those two things handled together. And then top of that, you get an awesome uh, dogfight sequence of them trying to destroy the droid center. You have three fucking action scenes crammed in to this ending scene. How the fuck do you not like this movie? Like, this is amazing. 
that's probably one of the best arguments I've ever heard for this movie. Is that argument right there, Della? That's very yes. well thought. I understand. There's the Gungan scene. Still, that's a little more better to see because you get to see that you know the like you know the inhabitants of a planet go up and fight for their planet. What else do you think was gonna happen? Better CGI. <laughs> get over <laughs> I literally will scream at people to get over that you whiny little bitches <laughs> yeah that's a very good point I, I think it's I don't know I don't think it's a movie breaker for me honestly Nolan like I, I like all three of the prequels I, I don't like I don't know like I could watch any of them at any given moment you know what I mean and be fine yeah. with it yeah, and I will say this: I do enjoy the dumbass Jar Jar shit in the battle scene. It makes me laugh. I think, yeah, so do I, bro. I thought that was funny. That's as fuck. it's the only time I will admit that Jar Jar was actually used well. Well, because people think that he wasn't funny, and I'm like, well, I think he was funny. Don't get me wrong; I just don't think he was well placed. You yeah, know what I mean? love <laughs> when he's trying to get away in the cart, and he grabs him the back of the the back of the cart, and the back of it falls down. And it has all those things falling out. I love when he's trying to throw the one little thing, like whatever the Olympics thing, and he <laughs> ends up getting attached. He ends up getting on top of the tank. Yeah, it's so dumb, but so yet geniusly, like something so dumb can knock out a bunch of fucking droids. I I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny when he was when he's like helping An Anakin with his uh pod and he gets his hand fucking yeah. stuck in it and then he gets his tongue stuck in the fucking oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the electric thing. <laughs> I was like, damn. But like when people whenever I hear people say about the prequels that it's like not like whenever I if there's like a seriously prequel hater out there and I'm just like I don't have to even talk about the two other two movies. All I can tell you is Phantom Menace. And if you don't like the prequels because of Phantom Menace, I will go into every other movie and explain to you how the ending of those movies are so fucking good that they are like better than the original endings. The original, like the original trilogy, the entire movie is good. But if I want to point out something for you to like in the prequels, it's all the fucking endings. Yeah. But anyways, you got because none of I felt like all of them ended very cleanly and nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but with like I don't know, I feel like every other Star Wars movie it always ends on a cliffhanger. Mm. But you do get, you know, uh, Qui Gon dies, and then you get to see the you know moment that a lot of kids created by hanging off the doorknobs of Obi Wan hanging there and trying to jump up to uh, chop Darth Maul in half. Not dead, just chop him in half for the time being. Um, and then you get the ending ceremony of peace between the Gungans and the people that, that live in Naboo. And that's the end of wait, well, actually, that's that's the end of the Phantom Menace. But there's still, you know, the conversation between Yoda and Obi Wan, where it was no Yoda and Mace Windu. Where they said, never, like, you know, there's never just one. There's always a master and an apprentice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's when you get your, you know, look at Palpatine and everyone's like, oh. 
the rule of two. <laughs> and, you know, Obi-Wan gets the, like, you know, gets the okay to teach Anakin and then, you know, leaves us to, you know, oh, the next movie's going to start maybe somewhere With along Anakin. the line. But, yeah. anyways, you know, Fanmas comes out, people go see the movie. And people come out bawling because the movie was ruined by George Lucas. Everyone was like, he only made the movie that he wanted, not what the fans wanted. Yeah, because it's his That's fucking franchise. Point. You never do what the fucking fans want. You do exactly. What you want. <laughs> there was a post I saw on Facebook, my movie group I'm in. And it was uh, Luke... Uh, when he's hanging up in the cave and Hoff, and it's like light, he's trying to use the force to get his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly line it was, but it was something like, "Oh, I haven't learned how to use the force that way to project, like to pull the an item from the ground." And then it cut to him as a skeleton hanging up there, and it said, "Directed by the fans." <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's. I mean, at, when we're done. With entirely going through the movies, I'm we're, we're gonna I'm gonna go through and tell like what my ranking is, and then if you want to give your ranking, you can. Mm-hmm. But I, this movie we can pretty much breeze over with because it's not the it's it's the least best out of the the prequels. It it is Attack of the Clones. It is an all right movie. Okay, well, let's not say it's the worst <laughs> out of all of them. I said out of the prequels. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's the worst. No, oh my, okay. Prequels. But anyways, we I, get to... Okay, I, I still like it better than Phantom Menace. <sighs> okay, I'm going to read I the could, little I, synopsis here on Google. for Set Ten years okay. after the events of the Phantom Menace, the Republic continues to be... Fuck is that word? Mired, mirror, in strife, in stife, in chaos. A separatist movement encompassing hundreds of planets and powerful corporate alliances poses new threats to the galaxy that even the Jedi cannot stem. Steam, stem, stem, stem. Yeah, <laughs> these moves, long planned by by and by and as yet, oh by and as unrevealed, but unrevealed. <laughs> I, I don't okay well, <laughs> and power force <laughs> led to the beginning of the Clone Wars and the beginning of the end of the Republic. Now, this movie has made it okay. This movie originally was like lower on my list, but it started the fucking Clone Wars, and I fucking love the Clone Wars series. Uh huh. And it, you know, I have to give it to them. Like, this is something. <laughs> That, you know, d- you know, it was episode two came out, then episode three came out, but it was like, okay, it was like, oh, you get to see beginning of the Clone Wars, and then you hop into episode three, it's the end of the Clone Wars. And, and we get one of considerably the most badass characters, Christopher Lee as Count Dooku. Uh-huh. Like, mm, oh my, dude, he's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know, like, he's such a good villain, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, 
And then it's like he's lying and he's telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. The scene where Obi Wan's captured and he was like, "What's going on here? This is some some utter nonsense. I don't know why we have you here." And then he was like, "Actually, while you're just you know here, let me tell you that the Emperor is actually the Sith, like the Sith Lord that the Jedi Council doesn't know." And he's just like preposterous. That's not the, not a thing. Why would that ever happen? The Jedi Council would sense it. And he's like, no, they wouldn't. They are blinded. And he's like, you and me can team up and overthrow the Sith. As a Sith would do to another Sith. (laughs) It's such a Sith thing to do. Yeah. But, I mean, Um, you get the badass scene of him and Yoda fighting. You get the... I, I like the scene where he. I just like Camino in general. Like I thought Camino. Oh yeah, the, yeah with like yeah, Linda. the droid factory and everything. Mm-hmm. No, not the droid factory. The clone factory. Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. Sorry. Geonosis I, is the one. I was like thinking here. Factory. I was like, well, yeah, yeah, because you get to see the cl- uh, you get to see young Boba Fett mm-hmm. and Jango Fett. Yeah. <laughs> Only there for one movie, <laughs> and you just you know you find out that they found you know oh it's wasn't it Master Sifo-Dyas or ordered these clones, and they're like oh Master Sifo-Dyas has been dead for you know a bunch of years. Yeah. You're like what? Oh, but you know we still have all these clones for you, <laughs> which is weird. They're not like so we just have these clones from somebody. That's not who they said they were. You know what I mean? And they were just like, well, let's use them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't see any bad sides to them at all. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, okay, well, let's let's use this clone army. And the clones, though, I think had to be, like, the most badass part of that movie. Like, when uh-huh. they come in during the Battle of Geonosis and just kick ass. Yeah. Mm. In their armor, I think it looks so much cooler than, like, the Imperial armor. Like, the Republican armor. Yeah. And... Because so, it looks more Mandalorian, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, you get that. And, I mean, you get to see the fight on on uh, Kamino uh, between Obi-Wan and Jango Fett. Where, you know, you get to see mm. how, you know, how Obi-Wan can actually... Is able to hold up his own without his lightsaber. And I like the you um, get the like when they're going through space. And I was gonna say that they, the drops the detonating charges, the seismic, the seismic are. charges. Yeah, that, yeah, this, yeah, where in the Mandalorian, where I saw his sh- the slave one fly by, I was like, I rubbed Erica. I was like, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. <laughs> So did I, and then he did it, and I was waiting for the ear raping. Noise. Yeah, it wasn't the same noise. I, I was like, it's not loud enough, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, that's literally what I was like. Oh, that wasn't loud enough, but that was still dope as fuck. I know. I was like, I need to have surround sound everywhere every time that movie's on. It's like just that way the whole everything in the house can shake when the the seismic charges go off. <laughs> like it's such a good noise yeah i just remember because every time you know whenever dad had a movie on he'd have the tv up you know full volume but when that scene you just like just dead quiet <laughs> oh god and i just I, i'm just so glad that they you know they've gotten the actor back to play you know boba fett now 
Mm-hmm. And they're go- they are working on the book of Boba Fett right now too. Mm, nice, because Boba Fett's I don't know he's always been a badass character because like I knew he survived the uh, Starlack pit before yeah. like the Mandalorian came out and shit because like of the comics. I wasn't sure if they were going to keep it canon, but it didn't make sense to get rid of that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I think it's cool that he's like in charge of like Boba's. I mean, not Boba's palace. Jabba's palace. Yeah. Palace. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's but like, the fight scene on Geonosis, right? Yeah. It, you get the, you know, the, the attack, you know, everyone captured and, uh, you have the stuff with Anakin going on. I'm not really going to get into that. Some of it's good. Some of it's not, but I mean, you get to him losing his lightsaber in the factory, uh, them being captured and put in the arena, them, you know, holding up their own in there. Uh, and then, you know, you get, you know, the reveal of not just battle droids, but you get the super battle droids. Which, I remember when I first saw it, because, uh, I remember when I first saw this, my earliest memory, and watching this scene, and then when Mace Windu turns around and there's the super battle droids with their new look and their arm cannons. And mm-hmm. I was like, that is so fucking cool. Like, those things look menacing as hell. Like, you have those, the regular battle droids, but then the super battle droids are just like, yeah, these can kill you, you kill fucking Jedi. And then you get to see, like, all the Jedis come out and they're all fighting the droids. And then, you know, the scene with all the clones coming in with Yoda. And then leads to the uh, Count Dooku scene with his cool-ass lightsaber. And, you know, like, you know, that point, you know, it's like, like I said, it's a great, it's a good movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Which leads into... That, 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 that. Uh, not... No, I was trying to type it into Google just so I had up the thing. But you get Star Wars Three: Revenge of the Sith, which is already like where I said it, my favorite Star Wars movie in all time. I remember going to see this in the theaters. I remember being in awe by it. I mean, this is just. The best of the best. Mm, yeah, I think everybody can agree that this is like one of the best Star Wars movies. Yeah. I. How how long have we gone before I decide to go? We go in for an hour and two minutes, and we still have to get to the sequels and the spinoffs. Okay, so this movie is the best conclusion to complete the Star Wars movies. This is why I always say the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy are the only movies existing. Cause Disney messed up the rest of it. The ending of Reve- of Return of the Jedi is a good cliffhanger if left how it was, but it's not a cliffhanger. This movie is a great ending to help lead you in to, you know, New Hope. Because you have the creation of Darth Vader. The birth of Luke and Leia. The balancing of the force that that not a lot of people got. 
what happened. Because as things happen, it is why, you know, bounce. That's why I think the Sith, like, why a lot of times over this, Palpatine had control over both sides. Well, he did, yeah, because he was literally playing the Trade Federation and he was, like, trying to win through the Republic, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was playing the enemy to think that he was, like, on their side. But in reality, he wanted them to lose, so that way the Republic could lose by letting him win. Yeah. Like, this this man single-handedly took over the entire, got, like, just everything. Universe. Yeah. Near. Um, so that, like, I'm, it, like, because if you look at this, it was only him before, like, even before, like, like, uh, Count Duke, like, got killed, General Grievous died, and, like, whatever you want to say General, about, well, General Grievous wasn't even a Sith Lord. Yeah. Whatever you want to say about, like, you know, the added story from the time, but, like, just sticking to the movies, it's just him. This is where I think. Like, the Force is a nature that, like, it's like, oh, this is unbalanced, so how do, how do I balance this? Well, you cut off the other side. And, yeah, more or less, so, you have Palpatine destroying a lot of the Jedi, like, the Jedi Council that went to arrest him, converting Anakin, making it to Sith. And you had all these Jedi who are retreating, who have lost faith in, in the, you know, government and in themselves because they didn't see this coming and they have failed like the entire you know galaxy mm-hmm. so a lot of them lose faith and are gonna go hide in retirement and not use the fourth the fourth the force ever again so and it balances out that Leia and Luke are created to counteract two very powerful Sith Lords mm-hmm and this is another thing where I was like, I didn't mind Leia being able to use the Force, the Force, because well, I mean, it makes sense. It, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Anakin, the most like his metachlorian count. He basically was, was you know, created by the Force. It would make sense for both of them to be Force sensitive. Leia just didn't want to, tr- you know, train past being able to know that she has it and use it. That it's isn't it. That like uh, Anakin's mom got pregnant without even like yeah. having like somebody to impregnate her. Yeah, that's what happened, and, and that was like Palpatine's doing. What wasn't that like Palpatine's doing? No, no, I thought he like put a baby in her without having sex with her. No, 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 no. no. That's just a force of nature doing what it's doing because, mm. like. They like it made Anakin to like balance out. Yeah, and it's like well, it's like well, shouldn't like there be good taking over? Like this is what happens. The reason why it Lucas Luke and Leia are born, and to make the destiny they have, is because their father becomes a Sith Lord. I do feel like if Anakin destroyed the Sith right there on Episode Three. It would bring balance as in peace among entire systems. Mm-hmm. And now, what happens 
is, you know, you have this entire shit where you have the, you know, Empire taking over and everything like that, which also gets us into the Mandalorian and why that is also the saving grace of Star Wars right now. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. We skipped past, we skipped past some of Revenge of the Sith. I know, I know. I, I, that's not saying I'm going to, I was going up for there, but now we're going to bring it right back in. Back to this movie. <laughs> so, you know, basically, the end, it's the end of the Clone Wars and Emperor Palpatine was kidnapped by General Grievous onto their, uh, I'm trying to think of what their ship's called, but onto, you know. Isn't it like the Dreadnought? Sure. Onto their ship, and they are, you know, going to save them. And then you have the, you know, awesome fat battle of, you know, Count Dooku and, and Kenobi-Wan again. And the death of Count Dooku, the escape off of there. And then they have to, you get to see. And the legendary line, fucking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you you get, you get to see, because a lot of people, like, you get, you know, you get to see General Grievous, who is this also big, big, bad droid alien hybrid guy. Yeah, his his like background's really cool. I had to learn a lot about him. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you, you get you get caught up with what happened between the like last movie and this movie with like the Clone Wars. Try, they're trying like they're close to and in the Clone Wars, there's a baby. On, there's a baby on the way with uh, Anakin and Padme, and that's bringing up trouble because with the last movie with Anakin and lost his mother, he doesn't want to lose Padme because he's having nightmares. That he's afraid to come true. And that eventually leads him to turning to the dark side with Palpatine saying, oh, well, if you, if you know, if I die, she dies too because you can't save her. Which I think also brings a nice storyline for Darth Vader in between episode three and episode four. Um, I gotta run to the bathroom real quick. Okay. We will be right back from this commercial break. say that again oh are you recording yet yeah okay hayden christensen i think is his name yeah um as anakin a lot of people complained that he was like super whiny and shit you know what i mean and and, and like that it was just an awful fucking like portrayal because he was super whiny the whole time yeah and i think like i don't know like i thought he did really good because like the whole point of anakin is to be whiny and shit like uh-huh you know what I mean? Like, he's not getting what he wants, and he never really got to grow up from being a kid, and he still feels like he's a kid. And, like, I don't know. He he is. He's That's his character. Like, And so I don't think it's his fault. I think that's just how, like, Anakin is. And people want to like Anakin so much and then blame, like, the uh, hate on the actor for portraying him wrong, and it's just like, no. That's just how Anakin is, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 
I mean, now, I mean, I feel like now everyone is, excuse me, everyone's like, yeah, he's like, because he's coming back for like Kenobi in the Ahsoka series Mm. to actually like do like the Vader stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Like in the suit or? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Has he been in the suit before? I think he might have done the suit stuff in Revenge of the Sith. Mm, yeah, he might have. Yeah. I'm trying to see. I think they did to make it seem so that way, like, when they, like, did it in the actual ones, you know what I mean? It was more of, like, a transfer. Because, like, see, his body fits in the suit, too. It all works yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So. <clears throat> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's episode three. Yeah. <sighs> and then... The shitty ones. <laughs> Before we get to the, sh- the shitty ones, I'm going bring- to bring up the spinoffs, which Rogue One and then Solo. Should we, should we save a whole other one for the shitty ones, like a whole other podcast <laughs> got got well when we when we left i stopped the recording so i mean we already had and so we're basically at an hour and some minutes so i mean might as well just keep putting the nail in the coffin <laughs> okay <laughs> so let's talk about have you watched rogue one no or, or i saw i've take, even seen that or solo no i haven't actually yeah Okay. I should have thought about that before, yeah. It's fine. You don't have to see them. They don't really make that much of a story difference. Rogue One is basically uh, the story of how they got the Death Star plans to, like, leading into, uh... To, yeah. Uh, New how Hope. Yeah, ended up with them and shit, yeah. And Solo, as you could tell, is a Han, like, Han Solo background story. Mm-hmm. And I will have to say, out of those two, Solo is my favorite. Um, a lot of people prefer Rogue One, but I like Solo for it has Donna Glover as Lando, Woody Harrelson's in it, and Alden Al Alden. I'm trying. I'm gonna fuck his name. Alden El Enrich plays Han Solo, and he does an amazing job at it as like a young Pepney, uh, Peppy. Uh, Han Solo, Han Solo. Ba- yeah. Paul Bettany's in it, and he's an amazing actor. I mean, amazing actor after amazing actor after an amazing actor, and also Warwick Davis gets a camp a cameo in it. Does he really? Yeah. Who who does he play? He's like a background character. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, apparently John Favreau makes an appearance in it. But, I mean, I, I, if anything, I'd recommend go watching Solo. It's only, it's two hours. It's very, you're, you don't lose attention in it at all. I mean, it's basically what you want to see in, like, a, a Solo movie. <laughs> like, him as, like a, smug, like, a smuggler, and then, like, how he got the, like, the Millennium Falcons in it. It's, like, it's a good movie, like, after... It going through like so many fucking directors and shit that Disney try to botch it through, but it's still, <laughs> I mean, it's still a pretty good movie. 
Well, I haven't seen it, so I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, it, it, Rogue One is boring, in my opinion. I, a lot of people told me it's the best Star Wars movie. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> God. No, you don't think that way? No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. No. Why not? Like I said, it's such a boring Star Wars movie. It's like, oh, do you you know, like, oh, the prequels did such a good job of explaining, like, the story beforehand. We could do that, too, with this movie, and they just did it, but it's so boring. That's understandable. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to, like, put my head back and just, like, fall asleep while I'm this movie on, because, like, it's just boring. So, those are the spinoff movies. I give them about, I give them, like, they're, like, a B to C plus average. Mm Mm-hmm. So, delaying the inevitable. Mm -hmm. Oh, The Force Awakens. Uh, Okay. Okay. So I guess I'll just start off by saying this before you say anything. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think that women actors are bad, bro. <laughs> but I don't think that they need to shove them in the movies for the point of there being like a like a lead woman actress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they could have just gone in a whole different direction than what they did go. <laughs> okay. Like, from the start, bro. <laughs> like, the start of that movie, when he fucking freezes that, um, that plasma bolt. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, well, we've never seen that get done before. And it's just like, don't you think, like, countless numbers of Jedi would have stopped, like, getting shot in Order 66 if they could have done that? Okay. <laughs> I thought it was badass, don't get me wrong. I was like, whoa, we've never seen that. But then it made me think, like, well, that's a plot hole. <laughs> okay. Out of the trilogy, uh, the of the sequel trilogy, The Force Awakens is my favorite. It's my least favorite. <laughs> because it's a New Hope clone. Is it, though? The, like, okay, don't get me wrong, like, the plot, like, it, like, okay, yeah, go, like, blow up the fucking uh-huh. Star Destroyer and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like, <laughs> well, maybe you are right, maybe it is a new hope <laughs> but it's like Bitch Stewie from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're so right on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's the only way I can think about putting it. <laughs> um, okay. The Force Awakens, when it came out and we saw it in theaters, I was like, it's a pretty good movie. It's, you know, same thing as The New Hope. They made fun of it for that, too, in the movie. Um, hold on. Ah, my, I put my Zolan back in. Um, my problem with the sequel trilogy is that it was like, oh, cool, you know, okay, you're bringing back Star Wars, and what are you going to do? You're going to, you know, he's, you're going to, you know, give us a little bit of the mem- member berries, you know, show, show some nostalgia on our way. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what I had a problem with is the other fucking two movies. I don't feel like going into Force Awakens because what else has been said that there doesn't need to be say about that movie. A lot of people like it, but getting into The Last Jedi really is where the sequels fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, s- I mean, yeah. But, uh, dude, I did not like The Last Jedi. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, yeah, this is cool. But then once I finished it, bro, I was literally like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so, like, the whole big picture of it, it kind of pissed me off. When I was watching everything happen in the moment, it was like, oh, cool. This would be cool if it wasn't Star Wars. <laughs> so, I went to The Last Jedi. With like so much hope, being like, okay, there was a good cliffhanger, you know. We had we got Finn, we got uh Kylo Ren, we got Ray, we got Poe, and then we have you know Snoke. All these characters, like so much potential they could build on. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ryan Johnson took this movie, and was like, guess what? I know that J.J. Abrams is doing the next movie, but let's you know. This is my movie. You know, my movie. So let's make Ray a nobody. Literally. Let's mm-hmm. make Luke into a, you know, hermit, old hermit that is just sad. I'm lolling on nothing. Uh, and let's not kill Leo off, but just, you know, not use her. And, oh, Poe is a dick. Oh yeah, and Finn. All that stuff you wanted for Finn, we're not giving to him. You know who's? You know we gave you one black Jedi once. Once that's all you get. You know, but no, 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 not again. Yeah, we'll let him use his lightsaber in one scene. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I literally was like, this dude literally went toe to fucking toe with Kylo Ren, and everyone's like, oh, but he was injured. Injured or fucking not, a uh, a. Apprentice of any fucking thing can beat anyone against anyone else with a lightsaber if they're even trained. Yeah, bro. Like, the fact that Finn took and like fucking stood his ground for as long as he did and was able to, you know, at least hold a fight for that long showed that he, like, I was like, oh, this is it. This he's gonna be like our like you know everyone's like they're focusing on Ray actually, but it's more you know Finn. No, no, he's just a no, coward. No. They're just making him a coward. Yeah. I'm like, really? And then it was like, oh, well. And then a lot of people were like, well, maybe he's like in a gay relationship with Poe. No, that, that was never a thing. It's like, a oh, you know, Poe, Ray, and Finn are like a three-way friendship. I'm like, yeah, so. Yeah, they're friends. Yeah. I, I, so I'll just, uh, before we get, <clears throat> this movie, I, I I saw this when I first started dating Erica. When I came down here to meet her parents, we went and saw this. And I was like, what was it? We got to the the part where uh, Ray's in the, the ship with Snoke and everything. And Snoke dies because of the, you know, Kyle Ren using the lightsaber and tricking it. 
I was like, oh, it's going to end on a cliffhanger. Like, you know, because, like, this whole time, the uh, <clears throat> one the, the people on the ship have been doing this very suspenseful, you know, we need to, like, try to get away from all this people, all the people, you know, we need to get going. But how are we going to do that? They can track us to light speed. <laughs> and then it made it worse, you know, with, oh, we can go to this casino camp. Cam it, yeah, this casino planet. And get this, you know, hacker and hack go onto the ship and disable their tracker. Okay, mm. so that's a good. That's a, that's somewhat of a good idea. Like they 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 help somebody they know, and they're supposed to go get this person and stuff like that. But what happens? Nothing. The yep. f- they they miss the hacker. They get thrown thrown into a jail cell because they parked in a wrong spot. And then they get this weird guy who's been in this jail to be their hacker. And no offense to the actress who plays Rose. I'm pretty, like, she's, like, done good in, like, uh, her other works, too. Mm-hmm. But her role in this is, um like, my eyes could not roll farther than the back of my head when she rammed into Poe, not Poe, uh, Finn, and she was like, oh, it's what we do for the ones we love. Uh, I'm like, well, he was going to sacrifice himself so you could all get away. You know, after he's been, you know, spending this entire movie running. And he's yeah. actually going to take the initiative and help. I'm pretty sure he would be, you know, recognized as a hero for the rest of time. But whatever. And then we get the scene with Luke showing up to the planet. The salt planet, giving Leia the dice, and then standing out there, like, and has, like, all laser shot at him, and he's like, oh my god, he's not dead, how is he doing it? And he's like, he's like, right, he's there, he's there. And, you know, Kylo Ren comes out and swipes at him, and he's still mm-hmm. not dead. And everyone's, and then you're just like, holy shit, he's force projecting, and like, how real it looks for him to do that. And then he fucking dies. What the hell? <laughs> I, dude, they didn't even let him get to his full potential either. Like Luke uh, spent he... f- so much time learning about the fucking Force in the original, like, beginnings of the Force. He clearly had visitors with Yoda and o- probably Obi-Wan with, like, Force ghosts to help him and, like, expand his knowledge. And they fucking kill him off in the dumbest way possible with him sitting on a rock and then having his hobo stinky ass cape flying in the wind. (laughs) It pissed me off to no end. And I walked out of the movie being like, I liked the movie, but what the hell was that ending? That that was, yeah, that was, I liked the movie. I I liked the rest of the movie better than all the other movies i think but i the ending pissed me off so hard that it it did ruin a lot of that movie for me you know what i mean yeah especially because like in like can like before <clears throat> disney like took fucking star wars in canon like fucking um luke had force lightning bro he had green force lightning like we didn't get to see any of that shit yeah. we didn't get to see any of his badass shit <laughs> but I was like, okay, I know people have problems with this movie. Some people were furious about Leia using the Force. I was like, oh, my God, is that what you're furious about? 
was like, that's what everyone was talking about this. And I was like, I'm like, you know what? I'll be okay with this movie. If the next movie is going to be like amazing. And I was like, all right, we're going to go see it. We're going to go see it before we like, you know, we're going to Disney like during around the time. And I was like, Eric, we need to go see this before we go to Disney. So I don't get any spoilers at the parks. So we go and see this at the theater. The Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. And I saw the trailer, and the trailer was like, oh, guess what? Palpatine's back. No hiding this shit. I was like, okay. Palpatine's back. Okay. You start out the movie, I think, you know, with Open and Crawl, you know, saying like there's a mysterious message playing that Palpatine's back, and Kylo Ren's looking for the Sith Wayfinder. And finds it, and then he's at this planet like, with some weird pyramid with, like, Palpatine. It was, like, a cloning area with, like, a bunch of Snokes. This is where I, I started being, like, oh, my God. I, I he's, you're, you're already taking this guy who is, like, the badass villain ever, and you're taking him and putting him all the way down to the fucking floor. I don't think Palpatine's the most badass villain ever, bro. He... What what's his motive to be evil? <coughs> exactly. Did you not hear the the tragedy of Darth Darth Plagueis just the wise? But what was his motive? <laughs> he was a Sith Lord. He wants power. What's the motive of Michael Myers? <laughs> why does he want power? Just because he has the he just wants the power. What? Well, Michael Myers isn't is barely human, Dylan. We consider him like a demon almost. You know what I mean? Like he, what he wants isn't a want. He just does. Okay. Palpatine has reasoning. Okay. He's a smart guy. Why does he want the things that he wants? Okay. So let's say that he wants the power to create the world in his image. What do you think of that? Does he say that? I don't know. Like I said. I'm not – the prequels are there to focus on Anakin's story. I'm not there to pro focus on Palpatine's story all that much. Okay, but what's his point for being evil, Dylan? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like – I don't know. Character. Google it. <laughs> but all I'm saying <laughs> okay. is Why that this big bad, big bad guy is like, you know, they're like, oh, we're bringing him back. All right. Besides the point of that, then we get – that Poe and Ray are friends. Excuse me? When have they, you know, ever been doing shit together? And it's like, what the hell? And then it was like, oh, well, Finn's like the immediate between them. I was like, oh, I care about you both. And I really love both of you, whatever. And they're like, oh, we're going to go to this. Thir God, I've, I've only seen the movie once. <laughs> That's tell. So this is gonna tell you how much I like the movie. <laughs> um, where they go? Oh. Where they go? To that one party planet and Lando's there. I was like, why is why is Lando there exactly? Why is he a part of the resistance? And then he's like, we had each other. I'm like, yeah, but not but not really. You weren't really a part of it. I mean, you were added into it later. I mean, you tagged along to help save Han. And I was just, and then it was, it was like, oh, well, Poe has this dark past that he did before he was helping the, like, the, 
uh, rebellion. I was like, what? What is the storyline here? And then C-3PO was like, oh, I can translate the, the dagger that you need to find the one thing, but I can't because it's against my programming. Okay. And then I was like, oh, here's a sad moment. It was like, oh, I'm going to look upon my friends one last time. But like you've ever like you've ever spent any adventure you literally showed up only one movie to say you had a red fucking arm (laughs) and that was the hot solo and they never explained it yeah i was like that they get rid of i was like what the hell bb8 has more of a fucking story than c3p over did yeah, which is so dumb because I feel like C-3PO and R2 carry the Skywalker legacy yeah. more than anybody else. Yeah. Like, because Darth Vader isn't Anakin anymore. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. R2 and, like, C-3PO still have, like, remembrance of... I think they do, do they? I don't know. But, um... Because their fucking shit's been wiped so many times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... We get Oh, to... by the way... The reason why um, Palpatine is so evil is because Darth Plagueis had him get Sith, like, collect Sith art- artifacts, and then the dark side, like, made him kill his family. And so I think it's more of, like, once you go down that path of evilness, like, he became corrupted by the dark side. Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, so. It's like drug addiction. <laughs> the one point of this movie I liked was the redemption arc of Ben Solo. Yeah, and, and you know what they do? What? Okay. <laughs> Alright, so we get the scene where they go to the Death Star that that the the one that has fallen onto the planet and after, you know, in The Last Jedi where she had that where Ray had that dumb scene in that one cave area with the, the multiple rays and it was like, Oh, she's nobody They're like, Oh, guess what? Never the scene that we did that they did in the last movie that was supposed to be the knockoff of Luke going into the shady part of Dagobah. Guess what? We're doing that fucking again. Guess what? Evil Ray. Why? Cause fuck off. And guess what? Ray, Ray the Palpatine. That's why she can do the lightning. What the fuck? Did, what? No. Wait, she did lightning. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was back when they were on the desert planet looking for the dagger, and Chewbacca gets kidnapped and. Her and Kylo Ren are fighting over the space shuttle that they're u- using the force to pull, and then she gets really she gets really angsty and angry, and then she was like, "Oh, lightning, boom!" And it was like, "Oh, Chewbacca's dead. Wait, psych, he's not dead." Yeah, I that was like, what was the whole point of killing Chewbacca to fucking have him come back? Exactly. Like, I, I was like, I fucking know he's not dead because in the trailer we saw him in the Millennium Falcon with Han, uh, not Han, uh, fucking Lando. Yeah. I was like, what was the fucking point of that? When Lando came back, I thought that was pretty cool. Yes, I did enjoy Lando and Chewie in the Falcon. That was a nice scene. But Well no, not even just in the Falcon. I'm talking about like how like Lando's talking to Finn and shit too, even beforehand, you know what I mean? Like I I thought it was cool that like they had like Lando be like, Yep, all my friends are fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like what like we like some people might have thought he was actually dead, but I was like, he's not dead. He's com- he, like, it's a fake out. And I'm like, what character arc on these people does it have to make him dead? And then you know they're like, oh, he's still alive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I did enjoy. Like, 
Like, just because it was Kylo Ren in this scene where Rey and Kylo are having the, like, having the mental argument where she's in the village and he's on the ship. And he has, you That's know, Darth Vader helmet, and like, you know, they're like doing a little bit of fight back and forth through the Force. I was like, "That's fucking cool." I love how they can tell, like, they can talk to the Force because that's been ki- that's something they that's haven't, you know, done that much throughout the movies. They did it once with, you know, after Ben died, with you know, use the Force, the Force of Ghosts, and the nightmares with Anakin, along with, um, shit, I'm. You know, in the original trilogy, when uh, Darth Vader, you know, is after he chops off Luke's hand and he gets back on the Falcon, he's like Luke, and then Luke hears him in the in his head. Like, you know, uh, they've yeah. had that before. Hold on, Dylan, my AirPods died. <laughs> he can't I hear you with his AirPods, Dorian. <laughs> <laughs> Quite opposite, they were out. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, um, what was I saying? You're talking about how they had the scene where they could talk to each other. Yeah, like I enjoyed they extended that. Like you know, some parts of this movie were good, but entirely, what the fuck was going on? I was listening to my mm. pot, uh, one of the podcasts to called Disorder. They were uh, reviewing Hocus Pocus, mm. and. They're talking about listening to directors' commentaries over movies, which I was gonna do to a couple movies I want to watch because I, a lot of times you find out stuff about behind the scenes, and mm-hmm. they made a joke where it was, oh, and if you listen to the J.J. Abrams on the Rise of Skywalker, the entire time he's like, I don't know, I don't know, we just did stuff, and we just did stuff. Yeah, they're like <laughs> we just we don't know, we just did something and. We, Hoped it panned out. I was like, yeah, yeah. We did Star Wars stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, after all of this, this is how you're going to end it with, you know, (sighs) so dumb. And I loved how, like, the fan edits made it so much better of the ending (laughs) after he was like, after, you know, Palpatine was like, ow, you know, he's like, you know, I did like the scene where. Ray goes back to the planet where Luke was a hermit, goes to throw the lightsaber away, and he catches it. And says, like, you know, that's not how to treat a, a, the weapon of a Jedi, and then pulls out his ship from the water. I was like, that's actually a pretty dope moment to see him in action, but that's yeah. what we wanted to see this entire fucking time. Yep. And I did enjoy when the Knights, I, I think it was the Knights of the Ren, were there to like yeah. keep Kylo on track, um, and yeah. he was going like, and he's surrounded by them, and he puts his hand behind the back, and he pulls out the lightsaber, and he like shrugs. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Kylo slash Ben Solo in this movie was amazing. I loved when Ray like you know got him, like stabbed him, and you know mm-hmm. like was dying, and you know Leia gave the rest of her life for him to live. And then he has yeah. the moment where he's in his head and Han shows up again. And it's the same scene that he had on the bridge when he killed his father, but it's different where instead of killing because his father, he's... he throws away the lightsaber. Yeah. Now, 
they were there was concept art out there that said it what that was so much like oh this is what was supposed to happen during the scenes but it got changed where it, like this movie was supposed to be like a completely darker movie like it was supposed to be Ben Solo's movie and I was like if we would have gotten that I guarantee everyone would have loved this fucking movie and then they were like yeah you know what less Jedi is fine but this movie is so much fucking better we didn't get that we ended up getting a dumbass Palpatine extended storyline that we fucking didn't need. Yeah. It yeah. would have been... Well, there was no reason to bring Palpatine back to life, bro. Like, literally none. No reason. No reason to make Ray and, like, whatever a Palpatine. Because who, who the hell had sex with Palpatine? <laughs> to have an offspring, then to have another offspring of that. To make Ray, what the hell? And then what made Ray so special that she was like, oh, she was like, you know, you know, had to be the person that go up against everything. What made her special? I thought, I thought he said that he made her by, like, by taking, like, kidnapping his parents, like, through the Empire. Her parents, I mean, you know what I mean. I'm not 100% sure. Like I said, as long as the movie wants, I don't want to. I'm not that interested in the backstory. But all I know is that Palpatine has, you know, a kid then who procreated and had Ray, which is Ray is the granddaughter. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, this is this, this is fucking stupid. It's it's all it's just as stupid as like as the curse of Michael Myers with the fucking thorn shit. <laughs> like, it, it, it's like that, it's but that Paul fucking stupid. Dylan, but Paul Rudd. That, that's the only redeeming part of that fucking movie is Paul Rudd. <laughs> Dude, and he's, but he's bad in that movie. I don't like him in that Dude, movie. Which speaks <laughs> to why that, uh, that movie, okay? That's a different topic until you watch Halloween Kills. Okay, but anyways, like, you know, he sends, like, Palpatine sends Ben over the side of the cliff, climbs back up, and then, you know, Ray has the scene where she's like, oh, I have all the powers of the Jedi. Why? Why'd you, why you? Why you? What made you so special? It would have been hilarious if it was... No, I'm not going to say that. But... I... <laughs> why? Why? It's just... And a lot of fan edits made it so better. Yes, I loved hearing... All the voices coming back to do the, their voices and the characters, but it maybe it pissed me off when when Anakin said, "Ray, bring bounce to the Force like I did," and I was like, "If you brought bounce to the Force, why are we here?" Anakin did bring balance to the Force. Though. Yes, he did, but Disney was like, "Hey, guess what? Balance doesn't last that long." Well, you know, he he brought ballots for his store or whatever, you know. But it's like, no, 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 no. Anakin brought balance to the Force by deciding his fate by killing Palp, like throwing Palpatine over the edge. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was like a very mixed line if Luke wanted to, you know, continue down the path of a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Fucking. This was like, guess what? He went down the path. He screwed up, and he's he was mad that he almost killed Ben. Wah, wah, wah. No one knows the true fucking story of that. We never will, because fuck us. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good point, Dylan. This movie... Uh, I've seen The Last Jedi more times than I've seen this movie. I don't know why I've seen The Last Jedi more times than this movie. I do not own this movie. I, the yeah. only mo- movie I own out of the sequel trilogy is The Force Awakens. And a part of me, a part of me is, is back there in the back of my head saying I need to buy the other two movies to complete my collection. Well, you should, Dylan. Because I have to do that with all my fucking movies. I have the fuck. I even have Bride of Chucky to see the Chucky to cle- complete my like fucking collection of that. Yeah, that's a good point, Dylan. <laughs> but you know what movie you don't have, Dylan? What? Rob Zombie Halloween. No, I don't have. I don't have any other. I only have Halloween 2018, <laughs> but that's because. Oh. Well, I do have the yeah. ha- I do have Halloween one and two on VHS, but. I still think my favorite Halloween movie is H2O. Yeah, but like I said, another time for another day, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, this is the Star Wars. We had Halloween last week. <laughs> Anyways, the sequel trilogy just got Fucking fucked world. over so horribly. And I, it's just, I have made my peace. Because I went to Galaxy's Edge, and I had a fucking blast. <laughs> I mean, and it's all still Star Wars. Like, yes, it's, it's like all Star Wars. I love it. everything Star Wars, but I made my peace because even though we got these movies, they gave us Galaxy's Edge. And God, I love Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I couldn't describe like. I had a fucking blast on Rise of the Resistance because you were literally going through a Star Wars fucking movie. Like, so I, I'll explain this because this is really interesting. Um, our last thing in the night we were going to do is the last thing of, we were going to go over and do the Star Wars area. Well, me and Erica, we did a lot of, like, you know, did most of the, like, rides, the shows, and... Star Tours isn't in the Star Wars areas. It's outside because it was already a part of the park before they built the Star Wars land. And yeah. I talked to Erica, and we went on Star Tours. Star Tours, you literally you walk in, you sit down in like a little motion theater. It's not that big. It's like you're like a little cruise carrier, like a like a Star Cruise carrier, and mm-hmm. you put on your 3D glasses and you sit down. And you go on like on a little fun adventure, like escape in the first order and shit like that. I was like, I instantly said on that. I was like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm like instantly, sh- like my day shot up like, like the best fucking day ever. I was like, this is so fucking cool. I said, that was only like a small bit adventure. We are literally going to go into an adventure where we are ho- getting on a transport shuttle. Getting kidnapped by the First Order, interrogated in a fucking hangar with stormtroopers that heads turn and scare the shit out of you. Waiting to go in an interrogation room where you get then get busted out by the Rebellion. Hop in to uh, these transport uh, vehicles that are controlled by these droids that have been remotely hacked. And you go around this Imperial Star Cruiser trying to get out of there while running into Kylo Ren 
stormtroopers. You have lasers actually shooting at you. There's a part in the That's ride where you get in an el- like the ride vehicle gets you in an elevator, and like because you're escaping from Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren jumps on top of the elevator and sticks his lightsaber in right underneath you and make it's like making a circle to cut in and go in. Like, That's you look cool. up, and it looks like the, he's going to come in. Yeah. And, like, they have the cannon shooting out of, like, the starships outside. You get to, Like, you look out, like, where, like, the like outside is supposed to be. It's out. That's fucking space. That's out there. <laughs> like, you literally, are go, you literally go in there, and you're in, like, you know, the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and then you get an escape pod, and you head back to, you know... Where you originally left. Like, I told Erica, if I wasn't that excited, like, extra excited, I probably would have ended up crying leaving that ride to how fucking good it was. Because <laughs> I was like, that has fulfilled so much of the shit I have wanted to experience because this is shit I could never experience. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a, I got shoulder pets. From creatures from the Star Wars universe that I can put on my shoulder and they stay on there. And I can control, you know, they make sounds, they make, like, do noises and, like, you can control them like puppets. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope. I have thermal detonator uh, soda bottles. I got two of them, which are fucking amazing. I, like, so much shit you can do. You can uh, go to get the restaurants. They have blue milk. Um, their pa- the, the it, like the power right there that you can get to order the drink is called a uh, hyper something hyper something fluid. I can't remember what it's called, but it's not called power rate. It's called something else for like the universe. The people there are like interacting with you, and like you're in the universe, and they have a full size Millennium Falcon there. For real? Like, like, yes. Like, you literally go there, and it's, like, sitting in a docking bay. Like, full-size Millennium Falcon. Like, it, like ready to hop in and just go. That's fucking dope. And then... I'd love to go in the Millennium Falcon. The, the ride there, like, that there, it's a... Uh, like, a video game motion simulator kind of ride. Where you enter the... Uh, like the area where like Chewbacca, like where they all would sit and like talk while they're going like, through hyperspace. Yeah. That you, yeah. that's the waiting area before you get on the ride. Mm, awesome. Like you can like, there's the 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 chest board they had chest. there. Yeah. All like e- all that stuff is there. Like you enter the Millennium Falcon and then you enter the cockpit. And when I say that I was pretty disappointed that I didn't get to be a, a pilot. I was a gunner, but I mean, it was still a blast. Like that, it's like something I wish that you were like you could be down. Like we could all be yeah. down there for and like experience because it's like you're flying the Millennium Falcon to do all this shit, and it's so much fun. I can only imagine the groups of like forty year old men that go on that ride. Yeah, and they're and they're like yeah. 
don't get cocky. <laughs> I guarantee you, if I had the right, if I had the right friends with me, I guarantee you, we would be making the, the exact same sounds from the, like that they made. I yeah, literally. When we were when I was doing the uh, uh, rise of the resistance, I was howling loud, like screaming in joy. Like I was sitting awesome. next to Erica, and like every time we'd go like up like a thing, or like start getting shot at, just start going like really loud and everything. <laughs> like I was the loudest person there. We had a little kid with us, you know, all excited for the stuff, and he's never seen a Star Wars film, but I was the loudest person there. <laughs> bro, I'm just waiting for a ride, like for that, like for Scooby Doo to come out, bro. Up, uh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Have you not seen the uh, at uh, Warner Brothers w- w- the Warner Brothers World Australia? They have the ride from um, the Scooby Doo movie. Movie, yeah. Okay, so I watched this show called The Big Les Show. Yeah, Ellen, and um, there's a there's a thing where they like uh, they're going and tripping and shit like because they take drugs and they get put on the ride and he's like freaking the fuck out. <laughs> it's Australian. And so I thought they just made it up, but that's a real fucking ride. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, there's so many pl- like st- places that do all that kind of, sh- kind of fun shit. Um, okay. Uh, before we officially wrap up, but I want to bring up the Mandalorian because John Favreau has taken what Disney has failed at and took in, you know, this small series of a very, you know, Western style, uh, after the fall of the First Order story of the, of like, you know, Mandalore and all that kind of stuff. Like, you haven't heard of the Mandalorians since the end of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, the closest you got was Boba Fett, but that was it. Yeah. And, and this and is. They didn't, even, they didn't say that he was a Mandalorian either. Yeah, well, he's well, he's not. His uh, armor is Mandalorian, made by from people from Mandalore that was gifted to his family. Yeah, but I mean, the Mandalorian is taking what Star Star Wars needs to be with the end of the second season being the. I swear to God, it was like whenever like when that like one starship flew by, I was like, oh my god, that's Luke. I, I was like, I can't believe it. And then I was like, I wonder how they're doing it. And then when they actually showed, you know, young Mark Hamill, I was like, who's playing him? Because it's a really good job. And then find out it's actually Mark Hamill doing it. And they just mm. did a really good job aging him down. I mean, Mark Hamill's a little bit bigger now, but I mean... He like I know just like understand like for him that was like a huge, huge thing for him to like do that role because it actually like that's what he wanted to do for Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Pablo Pascal. Right, that's what his name is. Who who whose name? Uh, the the man who plays the Mandalorian. Uh. Yeah, pa- pa- oh, part Pedro Pascal, oh, okay. amazing Pedro actor, Pascal. because oh he oh yeah I remember now okay uh, what else is he in bro? he's in Game of Thrones 
that's what it is. He plays the fucking dude that fights the mountain. Yes. And yeah, because yeah. Erica was like, "What does he look like with a mask off?" Because she didn't look at in the first when the first season aired, and he took off his helmet. She didn't look, and then when like he took it off, he she was like, "What's with that mustache?" And then we went. Then we watched, you know, uh, uh, we watched Game of Thrones. And then she was like, actually, his, you know, he grows on you. like, And he's a really good actor. Uh, I'm like, this is, you know, like he, he did a really good job because, you know, it, like with people who saw Game of Thrones before this, it was like he like two different people. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And I just liked his character in Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like I thought he played a good character, but then I thought he just did him really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he. He made him feel like he really wanted to, like, fucking kill the mountain. Yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones is another thing. Uh, Before the new season, like, new series comes out, we'll definitely review Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um. You you know about um Elden Ring? Yeah. George R. R. Martin and the people that created um. Uh, Dark Souls are created a game, yeah. Yeah. Which... Dude, oh my, it's, it, like, every ad I've seen for it ma- literally makes it look like it's going to be the best game to ever come out of the existence of games. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I am excited for that because I I, I've, I I have the Game of Thrones books, but mm-hmm. I haven't read them yet because I don't have the time to read books yet. But yeah. before we get off of, you know, like, this whole Star Wars everything topic, uh, the, you know, the actor who plays Moff Gideon, uh, you know, he's recently, like, you know, gained traction because of Far Cry 6. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's an amazing actor because also he's the main, like, one of the main bad guys in Breaking Bad. And Breaking Bad is another another amazing TV show. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I I don't know how much more, like, I could just go in and be like, Star Wars, like, probably the best thing I watch. Like, as, like, a series, films, everything. It's just amazing. And it, mm-hmm. you know, it's been, you know, part of my life for, you know, all, since I've been born. So, I mean, I it's, it's, you know, one of my favorite things. Yeah. So... We've been going. Anyway, that's been the ten ten podcast. Even <laughs> this is this is a decent podcast. This is like the con- This is usually how long I want to do it. It's like about about hour and a half to two hours. Um, mm-hmm. I, last time we got cut short because you know John had to do his. Ter- uh, had to get yeah, off for match. match, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're pretty much back at the normal. Uh. Hopefully it'll be weekly. Uh, don't hold your breath on that because sometimes maybe one of us can't make it or we're busy. Uh, hopefully we can probably get more guests back on because I mean, with I mean at least you, Davis, we can have a whole other round of guests on because with me and Gavin, it was me and Gavin's friends, and now we can do like your friends and people I know too. Um, I've been trying to get Foss back on, but he says that he gets like really nervous when he's hot. <laughs> oh, uh, he, all he needs to think about is just like he needs to just think about you just talking. That's all. Like, it, 
like yeah i told him yeah i will probably get him back on yeah i my biggest like my biggest thing is is like i see like i don't there's like no feedback on youtube at all from this podcast all of my listens come from audio platforms which i'm really excited because there is an audience out there that listen to listen to my podcast and mm-hmm. this is why I'm excited to do this because I have an audience out there that listens to this and now I have a drive to do this because <laughs> these people are out there and I'm like, hey, people listen to this. It's a decent amount of people. I'm going to produce content and we're only going to go up from here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I hit my vape. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, isn't it like eleven monthly listeners or something? It started. It started. It was like a decent five. Went up to nine. Then it went up to ten. And then it went to twenty. And then I've been doing. I had a you know very. I had a like hard time doing episodes because Gavin started his job and everything. Yeah. And we started slowing back down to nine consistent listeners. Now our season three episode I did in June got. 20 some listens now our last one only ha- as of right now we've got three but th- we're switching it to weekly now so it's gonna be different um mm-hmm. speaking of which if you guys want to go ahead follow the podcast on twitter at 1010 pod how how it's spelled on the podcast the number 10 and then spelled out 10 and then pod so just 1010 mm-hmm. pod it'll show up 1010 podcast and then in parentheses will be my name because that's also my personal Twitter but I don't use Twitter that much it's just going to be when I release episodes or if I, if I see something funny that was you know topical when we did an episode um, I mean otherwise the people I follow on there you can follow too it's just like directors and other podcasts uh, I mean yeah uh, follow, you can follow me on Instagram at Don Wilkinson it's the same I'll, I just post nothing at all but yeah, and of course, uh, you can find my YouTube channel, Dylan Wilkinson, on YouTube, with, or I upload the podcast. Uh, if I feel like it, I edit gaming videos together or something together for fun. That it's just become you know either live streams or whenever I get bored to record games. But don't follow my Twitch because I'm gonna be switching off of Twitch again. It's just it, I'm. I'm not made for streaming anymore. It's just, it's too difficult. I was streaming a black ops cold war and my, like it literally was like losing frames as I was playing the game, but I was like, Hey, you're still streaming quality is still like a okay. I was like, this isn't working. So yeah. So with that, I'll say thanks Davis. Yeah, no problem, bro. <laughs> uh, I'll hopefully be back next week in November with... Yeah, Oof. already. <laughs> yeah. Hope... I want to try to get Gavin on to at least do a Thanksgiving episode so we can talk about some Thanksgiving memories we have and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, The big... I mean, Halloween's coming up uh, this weekend. I don't have... I mean, I don't have anything planned. I mean, I might just put on horror movies or whatever. Because, I mean, I was like, maybe we could do, like, a Halloween special where we, like, do, like, a live stream podcast and, like, talk about shit. But I was like, what are we going to do? So, I mean, we got the Thanksgiving 
at least something topic we can talk about. And then after that, it's Christmas. And the New Year's. (laughs) Well, for Christmas, I'm going to be watching a shit ton of Christmas movies because that's my favorite holiday. And look out probably for commentary tracks if I get if I can have the time to do that shit. A year without a Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, I'm down to do. We need to get John on that one so that way yeah. I can say he looks like Snow Miser in front of everybody. <laughs> I, I was like, because I remember last year, I was like, hey, let's do, because, uh, you know, Gavin wasn't working. I said, hey, let's do a podcast each day until Christmas of a commentary track for each, like, Christmas movie. And I was like, we have the Santa Claus, Santa Claus movies, all the specials. I mean, you got, like, a shit ton of Christmas carols, uh, the Wrecking yeah. and Bast ones. I said, like, there's so much we could do with commentary tracks for Christmas. And I was like, it's one every day until Christmas. And then after that, we could take, a uh, like, a, a vacation. But then yeah. that, that didn't work because shit came up and I, like, was behind schedule. I at least want to uh, – man, my nose keeps clogging up on me. <laughs> I at least want to try to at least get three commentary tracks in for Christmas because it's just, you know, the fun of sitting down with friends and watching Christmas movies and having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, this has been the 1010 Podcast, and we will see you all next week sometime.